Fleetwood Frobler. He is the outgoing president and chief executive at Sassel, and the background noise sounds promising. Uh, 2021, you contemplated that rights issue. You cancelled the rights issue. You sold off assets instead. You raised 3.3 billion rand Fleetwood. And there was that huge relief at the time that uh, Sassel was putting the worst of Lake Charles behind it. And, you know, the only way was up. Unfortunately, it hasn't played out that way. In layman's terms, what's continued to go wrong for Sassel? Thank you, Bruce, and good evening, everyone. So um, I do want to, to give a, a bit of a, a context where we are today. So we posted the results when I look at the year-on-year comparison of the period. Um, in terms of volumes, most of our business segments have improved or proved on uh, volume output. The, the big headwind in terms of uh, pricing, let me give some context on that. So mining export coal, whilst volumes increased 16%, um, pricing went down 59%. On our Chemicals Africa and USA and Eurasia business, volumes increased respectively 3%, 12%, and uh, reduced 4% in Eurasia. But the big headwind was the pricing. So we saw a, a 21% in Chemicals Africa, 28% in the US, and 23% in Eurasia. So these are not easy um, headwinds to to withstand, but not notwithstanding, I would say we have dug in increased volumes we've contained cost year on year in terms of the cost we've seen a cost increase of five percent but when you normalize for inflation and normalize for currency exchange impacts we actually uh, came down one percent uh, better in the in the period so we are focusing on the things we can control and i think you know the the chemical cycle is at its worst point we've ever seen in, in all the years that we've been in the chemicals market. So I do think things has to stabilize and improve from here. Uh, it is that thing of being completely out of control on the price that you get. You're like a farmer who grows a bag of millies or grows potatoes or whatever. You get what the market gives you. Yeah, the commodities are really in that vein. So you can't, you're not a price maker. You are taking the price that is set by the commodity markets. And so I do see some stabilization now. I do, I do hear that there's talk of, uh, uh, you know, sort of interest rate stabilization when we look and listen to the, to the Fed and uh, European central banks. We, we know that when uh, interest rate starts coming down, it stimulates economic activity. So then hopefully economic, um, you know, activity means commodity prices are also better in, um, in in its trajectory and the demand is stimulated. So when people buy more stuff, that is, that's good for chemicals because commodities then is in better demand. We're also looking at the China engine that is uh, at the moment not ticking over. When the economic activity pick up there, that will also another sign of, of stimuli in terms of commodity uh, environment. Uh, you are not in the most popular industry in the world when we consider environmental concerns. I was at COP27 um, late, uh, late last year in Dubai, of course, flown there on fossil fuels, admittedly. Um, but I, I wonder what you're doing in terms of what you have been able to do in an environment where much of your own infrastructure is old and dated, where some of the technologies have got to be refreshed and you've got to constantly be trying to green up the business of Sassel. How are you looking 20, 30, 40 years ahead for a business like Sassel that is in a trade that is, will stop one day. Uh, you know, it was going to be sooner than later. Now it's later than sooner, but it will end eventually, won't it? 
Yeah, at the moment, uh, what is uh, clear is that the world needs more energy. The, the global population is growing. There is a need for more energy. It is about the just transition from fossil fuels to more sustainable uh, vectors of energy. And that's exactly where Sasol can play a role in terms of our move from a very fossil fuel uh, you know, source base to a more sustainable input cost uh, based, which is uh, biogenic sources of carbon, biomass and the like, which we believe we are one of the few companies that can transition and reinvent itself beyond the 2030-2040 period. And I think that makes us a very interesting play. We have to weather the storm right now. We have to decarbonize. We have to face the commodity cycle. We need to also do what is best in the interest of the South African economy to be able to transition with the South African energy situation to a better sustainable outcome. One of the criticisms of activists who, of course, disrupted and shut down your AGM last year was despite promises year after year after year that emissions were being reduced, Sassel was constantly missing targets. I remember Tracy Davies, Just Share, incredibly critical of the under-delivery on promises that Sassel makes. How would you respond to criticisms of Sassel's moving targets, if you like, in terms of meeting environmental concerns? So I do think the NGOs has got their role to play. And of course, they will play an angle that is totally, um, as we have seen, not a true reflection of what we're actually doing. So just today, we have announced that as part of our renewable energy procurement program, we have got 498 megawatt of uh, renewable energy that is now financially closed or that is in construction with another 260 megawatt that we hope to announce once they've got grid access. So that will put us well ahead of our 600 megawatt procurement program to over 750 megawatts. So this is this is the fact that we are busy no, doing fair, work. Fair enough, but that's a survival mechanism in South Africa where if you don't do it, you will be out of business simply because there is no electricity to drive your, your, your plants. Uh, are they talking about the output? They're, they're talking about the pollution effect of the, of, of the fuels and the chemicals that you produce. And that is exactly the point. We have been reducing our fossil fuel uh, greenhouse gas emissions since 2004 when we converted our Susselberg operations from a coal input to a gas input, which was a drastic um, you know, reduction, but they choose to ignore those type of delivery. We are committed to reduce our greenhouse gas by 30% by 2030, and we're making uh, very good progress. It is back-end loaded, but that's the nature of the of the um, industry, you can't uh, implement a project within a year and, and do the, yeah. the instruction, um, the, the design, the development and construction within such periods. Although what they expect is not reasonable and is not feasible. So I think we need this to the coin here. There's the reality of decarbonization through um, capital projects that time to invest 
in the renewables that takes time to invest in. And so the NGOs want to do it in a day, but that's not possible. Well, it is possible, but then everything stops and people die. I mean, that, that's the consequence of, of, of a dead stop when it comes to, to fossil fuels. You're stepping aside soon as chief executive. I think uh, your, your successor uh, takes over in the next week or two, or no, in April, in April, um, your successor takes over, Mr. Baloy takes over from you. Do you feel like you're giving him a bit of a hospital pass? Is the business in better shape than when you inherited it? I think our decarbonization plans are very clearly uh, defined and we are busy executing on that. Um, uh, Simon Baloy has been part and parcel of our group executive and and part of the strategy that we as the board have been developing and endorsed. So he's stepping into a, a, a work in progress that we are busy delivering on. So I do believe that the Sussel that we found, I found in 2019, and where we are today with all the programs that we've been working on is much more resilient okay. than what I found in 19. I do think it's a work in progress, and I do think there's a lot of work that we have to deliver on. But that's the nature of the complexity of this business that we yeah. run in South Africa. Uh, I've just seen comments from Christine Lagarde this evening at the European Central Bank and is still very determined to target 2% inflation in the European Union sustainably. Um, and she's pointing toward the fact that you know growth is slowing in certainly European markets. There are indications it could pick up later in the year. But the global environment is not that supportive either, is it? Yeah, and I think that is what I mentioned earlier, is that the, the signs like Lagarde now mentioning inflation coming down, if the interests are moder- interest rates is, is starting to moderate, that is, that's good science because that will still stimulate economic activity and uh, GDP, global GDP is what we need to get going in terms of a commodity cycle. So, um, so for us, we are well positioned to reap the uptick when that does happen to create more means to implement our very ambitious uh, decarbonization targets that we've set, and I believe that will bring everything back in balance again. Fleetwood Hrobler, thank you. The president, the outgoing president and chief executive at Sassol this evening. Sassol share price falling a further 3% today to 142 and following those results.